For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. I will arise and go forth to the house of my father. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. House of my young. Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, Yeshua, the Shekinah. This is part 7 of the series. Isaiah chapter 8, verse 18. Behold, I and the children whom the Lord has given me are for signs and for wonders in Israel from Yahweh of hosts, which dwells in Mount Zion. Then, Joel chapter 3 and verse 16. The Lord will roar out of Zion. Who roars? A lion. In Yeshua, Revelation in chapter 5 and verse 5 is called the lion of the tribe of Judah. As it is written, Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. So Yeshua is going to roar out of Zion when he gathers and unites the twelve tribes of Israel, doing so, leading them to the land by the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. And in doing so, Yeshua receiving glory and the name of the God of Israel being one Zechariah chapter 14 verse 9 next from the book the Messiah text by Raphael Patai on page 181 and the title of chapter 19 of his book is the ingathering of the exiles of Israel and the return of the Shekinah therefore there is an association being made between the end of the exile and the return of the Shekinah and we are explaining to you how the exiles of Israel will return being led by the Messiah who is the Shekinah leading them by the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. One of the great themes of the Messianic cycle is that of the Kibbutz Galiot, the ingathering of the exiles from the four corners of the earth. Ever since the destruction of Jerusalem and the temple by the Romans in the year 70, Jews have prayed three times a day for the ingathering of the exiles, which for them is synonymous with redemption or the end of the exile in messianic times. Associated with this is the ten tribes exiled by the Assyrians in 721 and believed to dwell beyond the river Sabatian. These tribes will be gathered by the Messiah in the land of Israel together with those who are exiled in the west. Now, these 18 prayers are known as the 
the Amida or the standing prayer. The Amida or the standing prayer are 18 benedictions which are prayed three times a day by observant Jews. Two of these prayers are for the end of the exile of Jacob, the end of the exile of the 12 tribes, and the coming of King Messiah. The coming of King Messiah is associated with the coming of Elijah or Eliyahu who precedes the coming of King Messiah. In the Messiah text on page 321, it explains these prayers for the coming of the Messiah. The request for redemption, that is the end of the exile and messianic times, and the coming of the Messiah addressed to God are part of the Amida prayer, popularly referred to as the 18 benedictions, which together with the Shema, Hero Israel, is the most important of the prayers that are recited by observant Jews three times a day. And we are going to look at the text of one of these prayers of the 18 benedictions. We are going to look at the text of the 10th prayer. And it is a prayer for the ingathering of the exiles and thus the coming of the Messiah. The prayer is as follows. Blow the great shofar for our freedom and lift up a banner to gather our exiles and gather us from the four corners of the earth. Blessed are you, O Lord, who gathers the banished of your people Israel. Now, the way in which the exiles of Israel are going to be gathered is going to be by the cloud by day in the pillar of fire by night. And we can see this in Isaiah chapter 4 verses 5 and 6 where it is written, and the Lord will create upon every dwelling place of Mount Zion and upon her assemblies, plural. So there will be multiple assemblies in the name of these assemblies together is biblically called Mount Zion. And and in Revelation in chapter 14 in verse 1, this is why we are told, And I looked, and lo, a lamb stood on Mount Zion, and with him 144,000, having his father's name written in their foreheads. And in verse 2 it says, I heard a voice from heaven as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of a great thunder. This is referring to Yeshua. And I heard the voice of harpers harping with their hearts. So the lamb and the 144,000 are on Mount Zion and they have harps. And in verse three, they sing a new song. And with their harps, Revelation chapter 15, verse two, they are singing the song of Moses and the song of the lamb. Back to Isaiah in chapter four, verse five. This is why we have the setting of Mount Zion and why we're told about about every dwelling place and upon her assemblies because the exiles of Israel will be assembling all over the world in various groups and they will be doing so at the beginning of the last three and a half years before Messiah sets his feet down on the Mount of Olives. Messiah will set his feet down on the Mount of Olives on Yom Kippur in the fall of the year. Therefore, the gathering back to the land begins at Passover. And once you eat your Passover Seder meal, then you will go to assemble with others of your group 
And Ezekiel chapter 20 says that we're going to be assembling in the wilderness of the peoples. We go to Ezekiel in chapter 20 and verse 35. I will bring you into the wilderness of the people. And this parallels with Revelation in chapter 12, where with the birth of Zion, the woman here in Revelation 12 is giving birth. She's giving birth to Zion, biblical Zion, which parallels Isaiah in chapter 6. 66, Isaiah in chapter 66 and verse 8 says, A nation is born in one day, that's biblical Zion. And as soon as Zion travailed, Revelation 12, the woman is travailing to give birth, that she brings forth her children. So the children of Zion are the exiles of Israel who are returning to the land, being led by the Messiah in the form of the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. And Revelation 12 says she flees into the wilderness for three and a half years. So this is the background to understand Understanding Isaiah chapter 4 and verse 5. The Lord will create upon every dwelling place of Mount Zion and upon her assemblies. So there will be groups all over the world who will be assembling at the beginning of the last three and a half years, which is on a Passover. And once we have our Passover meal, then in our dwelling places, we will have a leader of our assemblies, which is one of the 144,000. They are playing the role of Moses. They are leaders of the camp and they will be directed like Moses was directed by the cloud by day in the pillar of fire by night. Isaiah 4, 5. For upon all her assemblies a cloud and a smoke by day and the shining of a flaming fire by night. For upon all the glory, it says in the King James, shall be a defense. But the word defense in Hebrew is a chuppah and a chuppah is a wedding canopy. And a wedding canopy is where a marriage takes place. And so it is taught by the rabbis that on Mount Sinai, the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night, the Shekinah that was there, that a marriage took place at Mount Sinai between the one who was giving the Torah, that is the Messiah, and his people. And they exchanged their vows at Mount Sinai, wherein Mount Sinai and the Shekinah that hovered over Mount Sinai is seen as being the Chupa. So the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night is once again referred to as a hoopah, a wedding canopy that is going to be leading the exiles of Israel back to the land of Israel. And from this we can understand that the gathering and uniting of the 12 tribes of Israel is likened to a marriage. We're told in Jeremiah in chapter 33 and verse 11 we see the association with the gathering of the exiles of Israel and marriage. The voice of joy, the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, and the voice of the bride. And then it goes on to say, I will cause to return the captivity of the land as at the first, says the Lord. And so this gathering of the exiles of Israel is the Messiah gathering his bride. When Messiah sets his feet down on the Mount of Olives, he's coming for a bride that he is going to rule and reign with. And it says in Revelation 
again in chapter 19 in verses 7 and 8. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him for the marriage of the lamb is come and his wife has made herself ready. And so he's coming for his bride. And in doing so, he's gathering the exiles of Israel. And he's gathering her by the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. And that cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night is a hupa unto her. And it goes on to say in Isaiah chapter 4 verse 6, And there will be a tabernacle for a shadow in the daytime from the heat and for a place of refuge and for a covert from storm and from rain. And so this has a literal application that this cloud by day and pillar of fire by night is going to be a protection from weather, but also it's going to be a protection from the enemies of the exiles of Israel, of which the beast and the beast system is the primary enemy. And so the Messiah in the form of the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night will be the protector of the exiles of Israel. Now, this cloud by day and pillar of fire by night is going to be visibly seen by those who are living on the earth. Isaiah chapter 60 verses 1 and 2. It is written, Arise, shine, for your light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. So this darkness and gross darkness is a reference to the great tribulation period, the last three and a half years. And it's during this time that we are told the Lord will arise upon you, and this is his bride, and his glory shall be seen upon you. His glory is the Shekinah. His glory is the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. It will be leading the exiles of Israel. It will be leading his bride, and it is upon the exiles of Israel, and it will be seen by the people who are living in the earth. We can see from Isaiah chapter 35, verse 2 and verse 10, the association of the glory of the Lord to the gathering of the exiles of Israel and seeing with your physical eyes the glory, the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. Isaiah 35, verse 2 and verse 10, they will see the glory of the Lord and the excellency of our God. And the ransom of the Lord will return and come to Zion with songs and everlasting joy upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. The sorrow and sighing is the exile. The joy and gladness is the end of the exile. It is the recognition of who the Messiah is. It is the Messiah setting up his kingdom and ruling and reigning, teaching the Torah to all nations. This is the joy and gladness in the song that will be sung. Ezekiel chapter 39 verse 21 and verse 25. The setting is the defeat of Gog and Magog and the Gog and Magog armies who wage war upon the people of the God of Israel upon the mountains of Israel. When they are defeated, we are told in Ezekiel 39 verse 21 and verse 25, I will set my glory among the heathen and all the heathen will see my judgment that I've executed and my hand that I've laid upon them. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, now will I bring again the captivity of Jacob and have mercy upon the whole house of Israel. The setting is following the defeat of Gog and Magog, the Lord will pour out his spirit and he will set his glory among the heathen and they will see the judgment of the Lord. And at this time, he gathers and unites his people, ends the captivity.
captivity of Jacob. Through this event, the Messiah gathering and uniting the 12 tribes of Israel, defeating the enemies of Israel, the beast and the beast system, he will be glorified. Isaiah 49 verse 3, and he said unto me, you are my servant, O Israel, in whom I will be glorified. This is the meaning behind Yeshua's prayer of John chapter 21, that they all may be one. He's praying for the uniting of the 12 tribes of Israel and he being one with them and they being one with him. As you father are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world would believe that you sent me. How is the world going to believe? When they see his glory, when they see him gathering the exiles of Israel in the form of the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. I in them and you in me, that they may be perfect in one, Yeshua being one with his people and his people being one with him, that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. And the glory which you gave me, when was Yeshua glorified? After he was resurrected. He received glory and ascended to be with his father. And when does Israel receive glory? That when they return from the nations where they've been scattered and while in exile, Ezekiel chapter 37 likens them to dry bones and their return to the land of Israel is likened to resurrection of the dead. And so in telling us about the dry bones of Ezekiel chapter 37, it then says in verse 12, prophesy and say, thus says the Lord God, behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves and I will bring you into the land of Israel. And you will know that I am the Lord when I've opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up out of your graves. I will put my spirit in you and you will live and I will place you in your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, says the Lord. They will know that who has spoken it and performed it? The Messiah. When he's done what? When he's brought his people back from the nations where they have been scattered. And when he does this, his people will receive glory. This is Messiah's prayer, John 17, verse 22. In the glory which you gave me, I have given them. How is the 12 tribes redeemed going to receive glory? They are going to rule over the nations once Messiah sets his feet down on the Mount of Olives. That they may be one even as we are one. So this oneness is the fulfillment of Zechariah in chapter 14 and verse 9. And the Lord will be king over all the earth. In that day there will be one Lord and his name one. When Yeshua sets his feet down on the Mount of Olives, sets up his kingdom, he will be ruling and reigning from Jerusalem. The Torah will go forth from Jerusalem, Isaiah chapter 2 verse 3. And he will be ruling and reigning from the temple of the Messianic era. Ezekiel chapter 43 verse 5 and verse 7. So the Spirit took me up and brought me into the inner court and behold the glory of the Lord filled the house that is the Shekinah that's the same thing that happened in Exodus in chapter 40 in verse 34 that is the same thing that happened in 2nd Chronicles in chapter 5 and verses 13 and 14 now back to Ezekiel in chapter 43 and verse 7 he said to me son of man the place 
of my throne, in the place of the soles of my feet, where I will dwell in the midst of the children of Israel forever. And so then we have the fulfillment of Zechariah 14, verse 9. The Lord will be king over all the earth. And that day there will be one Lord and his name one. And when Yeshua sets up his kingdom, when he's ruling and reigning from Jerusalem, from the temple, which is the place of his throne, when the Torah is being taught to all nations, Isaiah in chapter 2 and verse 3, then Israel will be the head of all nations and Israel will be receiving glory. And it's at this time we have the fulfillment of Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 14, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. The whole earth will be filled with the Shekinah. The ultimate fulfillment of the Shekinah being with his people permanently is Revelation chapter 21 at the time of the new heavens and the new earth and the new Jerusalem. Revelation chapter 21 verses 2 and 3. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them. How is he going to dwell with them? Through his presence. And what is his presence? It's his Shekinah. What is his Shekinah? It is his glory. Who is the Shekinah? It is Yeshua. So Yeshua will be dwelling with his bride forever in the new Jerusalem and his glory in his Shekinah is going to be the light of the new Jerusalem. Revelation 21 verse 23. In the city had no need of the sun, neither the moon to shine in it. For the glory of God did lighten it. That is the Shekinah. And the Lamb, even Yeshua the Messiah, he's the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. John chapter 1 verse 29 and the lamb is the light thereof. This is going to conclude this teaching on the Shekinah and we've seen from this teaching that the Shekinah is the glory of the Lord and the glory of the Lord the Shekinah is Yahweh and Yeshua is the glory of the Lord. It is Yeshua who was in the garden who spoke to Adam and Eve. He was, as we're told in Genesis, in chapter 3 and verse 8, he is the voice of the Lord God that walked in the garden. He is the one that made covenant with Abraham. He is the one that was with the children of Israel when they were in Egypt. He is the one that brought them out of Egypt. He was the one that was with them in their journeys in the form of the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. He's the one that gave the Torah at Mount Sinai. It was his glory that filled the tabernacle. It was his glory that filled Solomon's temple. And it was the Shekinah, the glory that departed from the Mount of Olives after it had abided in Jerusalem for three and a half years. And it was going to go and return to its place. Hosea chapter 5 verse 15 till they acknowledge their guilt. But the Shekinah is going to return. And when the Shekinah returns is when Israel returns from their exile. And the Shekinah 
Shekinah will be with them in the form of the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. The Messiah is the one that gathers and unites the 12 tribes of Israel. He will be leading his people back to the land in the form of the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. And following, bringing his people back to the land, his feet will stand upon the Mount of Olives. He will set up his kingdom. He will rule and reign from Jerusalem. His throne will be from in the temple in Jerusalem and Israel will be the head of all nations. The Torah will be going forth from Jerusalem, Isaiah chapter 2 verse 3, and the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. This is the understanding of the Shekinah being the glory of the Lord, being Yeshua and his role as the Shekinah to gather and unite the 12 tribes of Israel. Well, that's going to conclude part 7 of the series on the subject, Yeshua, the Shekinah. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.